you're listening to Conversations with the Real MG, the podcast that's inspiring and empowering entrepreneurs to play at a bigger level to create a bigger impact. I'm MG, your host, spiritual hustler, rule-breaking strategist, and crazy pink-haired mother of two. And what lights me up is full-body, fuck-yes conversations that inspire massive action and change in business and the world. Welcome to episode 17 of Conversations with The Real MG. I am super excited for this episode because I've got a guest speaker. You're not just hearing from me in this episode. I've got Alex Unscripted, and we're calling her Alex Unscripted because her actual name is a little bit hard to say. Um, (laughs) I attempted it right before we got on here, and she's like, let's just go with Alex Unscripted because that's her brand name. And I'm going to get Alex to introduce herself and share a little bit about who she is and what she does Go for it. Excellent. Thank you for that intro. Um, Yeah, so what I do and what I'm all about is just female empowerment and, you know, guiding driven female entrepreneurs and executives to design and execute their ultimate business. Like there is no point in, you know, living this life and having a business if it's not giving you the profits to be able to, the profits and the freedom and the flexibility to be able to live the life that you're desiring. Like you might as well just go get a job and work nine to five and come home and full stop, you know. But if you are that person who, you know, seeks more, seeks discomfort and, you know, wants to really drive forward in a really intentional way, that is my person that I want to, you know, guide and, you know, go along that journey with them to really pull that out of them because everyone has exactly what they need already inside of them. It's just that they're not tapped into it. So it's, it's turning that tap on for them and whatever that looks like for them and, you know, experiencing that journey with them. Amazing. And I know that you have got a little bit of a story around how you came into doing this because, uh, you know, you've obviously left your job and you call a job J-O-B, just over broke. And as you were saying, you know, having a job is only one way of living your life and actually being able to create more um, potential income in your life can allow you to be more than just over broke. So do you want to share with everyone a little bit about your story of when you decided to to walk away from that? Yeah, yeah. So I had just turned 25 and I was actually uh, working as an accountant for four and a half years. And I was doing a bit of bookkeeping work at the firm that I was at. And I yeah, saw the charge out rates that my uh, firm was charging, saw what I was being paid. And I was like, hang on a minute. Surely there's a better way of like, you know, it was pretty much double what I, you know, between the two. And I was like, I've got the confidence. I've got the skills. I can back myself. You know, if I jump and I fall, there's a net. I can just get another job. Um, you know, there's no, there's really no risk in this situation because I back myself 100% in this and I have a backup plan and, you know, but I I had that such strong faith in my own ability and my own worth and like whatever happens is going to happen. And and I just roll with the punches. So I waited uh, until I had an investment property settle and I quite literally resigned the next day. Oh, the timing. Awesome. Yeah. That would have been like multiple bottles of champagne to celebrate. Oh, so many. (laughs) (laughs) 
And yeah, I had two clients and at that time, like that paid for my mortgage, it paid for my rent and food. And I was like, right, I can just get by. And it just exploded from there because of the relationships that I built in my journey as an accountant. So I went out and started a bookkeeping firm. Um, yeah, everyone was just like, oh, Al is fantastic. You know, we have confidence in her ability. We know her as a friend. And so it just boomed. And yeah, I've not looked back since. I've been in business now for seven years um, and it has been a wild ride. There has absolutely been ups and downs, but yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, so we're fast forwarding now to, you know, seven years and you've now got a thriving million dollar business. What was the moment that you realized you needed to walk away from from that business. So this, yeah. this is the business before this business, right? Correct. I'm, yes. I'm like taking a few stepping stones here. Yes, yes. So a year ago was when you Correct. walked away from a million dollar business to now yeah. start the business you're In running now. now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Tell, tell us a little bit about what happened there. You walked away from a thriving million dollar business that you you built. Yeah, I... I had, I remember this one meeting that I was in and I was with uh, our accountant and our, you know, some business advisors and looking at the projections for the next financial year. And the, per, the conversation was around, let's double our profit. And I was like, sitting in that meeting going, I should be really excited about this. I should be like, oh my God, you know, I, what was I, I just turned 30 and I'm having these conversations in these massive numbers and, you know, I'm just not. I'm not excited. I'm actually dreading the thought about all of the work and all the stress and all the added shit that I need to put into this business or that I'll need to go through to be able to, you know, reach those goals. And I'm just like, no, (laughs) there has to be something different. Like, and that was a really pivotal meeting for me and to start listening to my gut. Um, Well, I had in the past, but just for that moment in that transitional period to be like, no, like I have so much choice in this world. I'm still so young and, you know, I can choose to stay here and choose that, you know, negative discomfort or I can choose the positive discomfort of going, hang on a minute, this is actually not for me anymore, even though it's my baby, even though I've quite, I quite literally put my entire life on hold for six years to create that business it's no longer in alignment with where I want to move forward to. And that's okay. Yeah. I love that. I'm often telling clients to add those three words onto the end of their sentences Mm. and that's okay because it just neutralizes the whole situation. And I think, you know, a lot of people that might be listening to this thinking, fuck, she walked away from a million dollar business. But it's similar to a conversation that I was having with a previous uh, uh, guest speaker in the podcast. I'm not sure if you listened to it with Suzanne Atkinson, who Mm. self-made millionaire and same thing. You know, she got to a point where she was like, this is not in alignment and walked away. And because you've had the power and the ability to see your values, you can actually walk away knowing that it's like you mentioned before, there's a net, there's always a way, there's always an option. And because you're already able to create so much, you know what is possible. Uh, And there's not many people that can say at 30 years old that they had already done that in their career. So that's an amazing, an amazing feat in itself. Have you ever thought about writing a book? (laughs) Um, 
funnily enough, I was thinking about that on my walk just now. I'm like, if I wrote a book, what would it be about? <laughs> because yeah. I know that you've just finished your book and I was like, yeah. hmm. Yes. And now I'm like, everyone should write a book. Like, yeah. anyway, you write a book. You wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so how did you how did you know how to make that decision? You said you kind of like you tuned into your body and you knew how to listen to your, to your gut, um, to your intuition. How do you know how to do that? Because this is something I talk about a lot. And, you know, it's part of the reason I have my Facebook group, The Full Body Fuck Yes Entrepreneur, because it's all about, you know, knowing how to make decisions. And if you can't make decisions in your business, you're probably not going to go anywhere. Um, And if we are just making decisions from our head, sometimes that just spins us around in circles because your head can think all sorts of thoughts. So what what would a full body fuck yes be for you? And how do you know when it's that? Yeah, I think it's truly listening to your body in every, like I know from my experience when I have had, you know, that situation in front of me, I was like, if there is a slight bit of doubt or that moment or thought that comes into my mind and I, you know, even just for one or two seconds and I quickly push it aside and give it an excuse or a reason or, you know, a justification, I'm like, hang on a minute, I need to pick that back up. Like, what's that? What's in that? Yeah. And actually delve into that until I know what is actually where that's come from. Mm-hmm. Um, because until you do that deep work, that's going to stop you if you do decide, even decide to move forward yeah. because it's going to, you know, cause a, a war. you know it is always going to be you know a knife in your back for lack of a better word an extra brick in your backpack um brick in your backpack yeah and no one needs that unless you're actually training for something (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so I think like you know connecting to my intuition is just uh, was for me a case of in every moment that since that meeting and then in every moment I had afterwards, increasing my awareness and my ability to be like, um, I'm allowing uncomfortable thoughts and feelings and emotions to come through me. I'm allowing, you know, growth to happen because I think that is a mindset completely different to, no, I can't think like that. I don't want to think like that. I'm doing this. I've committed to this full stop and I don't want to hear anything else. It's that moment of allowing yourself to think and to feel differently and to think about different possibilities. That's when you're able to start feeling those intuition pulls and again, allowing yourself to feel it. And then, you know, having it guide you to where it needs to go or to where where you need to go I think you explained that so well it is such a hard thing to explain yeah it is I was like shit how am I going to explain this because it's almost not possible to put it in words because it's not words it's a feeling so how you how you describe that and I think it can be different for for everybody as well I'm Mm. curious to know if you know what your human design is oh I'm a manifesting generator Hey, <laughs> I know you are too, so we're in yes, good company. <laughs> I am. So you're probably also sacral in your decisions. Yes. So yes. yeah, so you do you do get like that gut feeling, um, and it's pretty much straight away, and you got to yes. listen to it and not ignore it. Yeah, uh, yeah cool, interesting. And, and interestingly enough, the moments that I think that I increase my um, 
confidence and my trust in my intuition is when I didn't listen to it because I then felt the outcome or experienced the outcome and I was like oh I really didn't like that you know and then pulling the lessons out of that actually you know what I did feel the intuition pull and I didn't listen to it and this is now the outcome all right next time that I get an intuition pull I'm going to listen to it yeah yeah and so all of those decisions that maybe weren't in alignment still serve a positive purpose long term 100 because they show you the evidence of you know what you don't want which is also really friggin important mm-hmm. yeah. because I, if you don't know what you don't want it's if you know what you don't want it's also easy to figure out what you do want yes i completely agree yeah, yeah. i i don't believe in the term regrets because i believe that everything happens as and when it needs to you know, you may not realize or be able to connect to what it is in the moment, but in time, you will be able to, you know, see some positives from that and gain lessons. And, you know, you do become a, a greater version of yourself through going through challenges. So, yeah, absolutely. And so what would you, for people that are listening and they're going, okay, you walked away from this amazing profitable business. Yep. And they're maybe thinking the same, like either walking away from a profitable business because it's not in alignment or maybe walking away from a well-paid job. I know I have got a few clients who, you know, are are setting up their business as a side hustle at the moment, Mm. but there's that point where you're like, okay, in order to really make this go boom and what I'm really Mm. passionate about, I have to walk away from something that is making Mm. me good money, you know, and and I end up with a lot of clients in that situation, interestingly. So, you know, we probably talk to a lot of similar people and I'm sure Mm. people are thinking like, what what do I need to say to myself or what do I need to do to get myself to the point where I am ready to walk away from either my J-O-B, just over yep. broke, or mm-hmm. a business that just is not making me feel good. Yeah. So I take a practical and a bit of a spiritual approach to this. I like pra- it. Practical in terms of, you know, what's your financial situation like? Um, and I think this helps because I've got that financial background. Mm-hmm. Working out realistically, pulling out your, essentially your personal profit and loss and saying, what do I actually need for a monthly um, for monthly expenses to be able to survive yeah. looking at how much money you actually have available to you and dividing the two to say how many weeks can I survive without any income coming in to um, to be able to still survive like essentially if that number is you know 20 weeks right I've got 20 weeks after I quit my job to start getting money coming in you know so depending on your level of of risk, your risk appetite, that 20 weeks may be like, shit, that's too scary for me. I just need a little bit more time to build up that buffer. And 20 weeks for some people may be like, oh, that is so much time. Like, yeah, I can absolutely do that. Mm. So, you know, wherever your numbers stack up and whatever your risk profile is, that's my first sort of practical tip to do that. Um, And then from the, the spiritual, I guess, fluffy side, it's a, well, not even fluffy, it's a, you know, where are your standards at? Where are your values at? If you're in a job and you're like, I just cannot stand to go to work every day. I hate getting up in the morning. As soon as I get up in the morning, my first thought is, oh, I can't wait to get back home. You haven't even left home. I haven't even got out of bed. Or if you get in the car and you're like, oh, I, I'm dreading 
saying hello to Fred when I walk in. Like he's just, <laughs> such, a ne- yeah, <laughs> just such a negative Nancy and I just don't want to deal with this shit. Like, and, you know, a quote that came to um, into my world recently is your environment entrumps your intention 100% of the time. Like if you are in a freezer and your intention is to stay warm, <laughs> the environment of the freezer is going to trump your intention of staying warm. Mm. So, you know, it's that case of what does your environment look like? Are you so fed up with that environment that you want to make change? And, you know, and then coming back to the standards piece, it's I am choosing to stay in this job. I am choosing to say hello to Fred every day. You know, I can make a different choice right now mm. and do something differently. So, you know, and I also believe that, you know, when it's some when a situation becomes so uncomfortable, you just make a way. You find a, you way, find a way to make it work. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there's so many possibilities. If you're in that situation, you could go and find another job for a few weeks, a absolutely. few months, a few years while you build up that yeah. the budget to fully uh, leave and dive deep. Uh, but you do, you find a way. And often I find that happens. I've had a few people recently uh, leave their jobs because of, you know, COVID restrictions and mandates and that kind of thing. Mm. And, and they've been forced out pretty much of, of work or, you know, the business they worked for is shut down and they've been forced out of work and they've gone, right, well, this is just a sign from the universe that it's time for me to step into my business full time because I've been faffing around and not really fully committing to it because I've been in that environment. Mm. And this is now a gift from the universe. Now you've got an opportunity here to, to look at this and go, oh, well, this is, you know, really sad and disappointing and upsetting that this has happened. Or you can look at this and go, this is a sign for me to do bigger, better, greater things um, and serve the world in the way that really aligns with me. And I think that's really cool that you can, you have the choice, as you said, you can choose, you know, the meaning you make out of it. You can choose how you show up. You can choose while obviously you can't always impact your environment if someone locks you in a freezer. (laughs) There are still some choices within it. You might not feel warm, but you can still choose to, you know, focus on your breath or whatever. Wear a jacket. (laughs) Yeah, wear a jacket. Or I don't know. I'm thinking of totally unrelated things. I just want to add one extra point to that. Yeah. In whilst you have, well, whilst you are in that space where, you know, if you're in a job and you want to leave, you need to, in every aspect of your life, you need space to be able to grow. You need space to be able to bring in new possibilities and people into your world. So, you know, whilst you are constricted by that lack of space, mm. you know, you don't have that physical space to be able to create something new, to be able to bring in new opportunities and possibilities. So, you know, having that time where where you don't necessarily have anything on your plate mm. is actually a really beautiful space to be like okay what what am i now allowing to come into my world yeah and creating space is something that let's be honest most people are shit at yeah 100% <laughs> i mean because a technical way of putting it but yeah i personally because i was i'm a recovering uh, workaholic and you know, when I transitioned from the bookkeeping space to now, you know, the business coaching, I really struggled with not having a full calendar or an, an overbooked calendar. And I was like, I'm not 
I'm not super crazy busy. I'm not doing like 80 hours of work any week. Like I'm failing. So, you know, I had to really work to unpack that meaning for me and be like, it's actually okay to be working less and earning more now. Yes. Like it is okay. You're still and safe. There is unpacking to do around that because it's not just your own expectations, but it's probably the expectations that have been placed on you from your previous work experience, from society, from parents, from past lives if you go into that like all of the things that that tell us that you know if we want to earn more we need to to work more and you know I work between 25 and 30 hours a week and I earn more than what I did as a teacher and god knows how many hours I was working as a teacher I don't even want to know like I time audit now to check how many hours I'm working a week but if I had been doing that back then oh I don't even want to think about it yeah. Um, but I think that creating space, as you say, and I, and I love how you said that when you create space, then, then you've got room to grow yep. into that space. But if you don't have the space to grow into, what if someone is still at, at their job or yep. working in a business that, you know, isn't serving them and they want to try and create space before they have time or the energy or the resources to really ditch that and move mm-hmm. forward yep. is there a way that you can have like that in the meantime space mm-hmm. I have a few ideas but I'm curious to know you know what you would suggest to create space when space is limited yeah what I would say is if you're in the business position it's what am I doing that I actually really shouldn't be like when a task comes onto your desk is this actually my role or am I going above and beyond and not actually utilizing the people around me that I'm paying to do these jobs to the fullest extent? Yeah. Um, and then delegate, 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 automate, eliminate yes. is, you know, a really good motto, really practical model to utilize mm-hmm. um, when you're in that space. Um, and then I would say if you're in a job, you know, if you have any annual leave up your sleeve, just take a half day a week. And you will be absolutely amazed at how much you will, how much you will um, gain from having that half day off, even if it's just to do some personal development work. Mm-hmm. Because again, you're allowing yourself the space, and you're so intentional about I'm taking this half day a week off to work on X, Y, and Z. You are going to be so focused, so productive and get so much extra value out of that. It's probably going to be like a day and a half's worth of work when you put it into your you know, job equivalent. Um, and then side to that, you know, have a look at for both situations, have a look at where you're actually spending your seven days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, are you saying yes to events or spending time with friends or family that you actually don't enjoy? Are you saying yes? Absolutely. Are you saying yes because you feel like you have to, because you're a people pleaser, because they're your family and you have to, you know, love them and spend all this time together with them and, you know, you need to be included in all of the things. No, you actually don't. Mm. You do not. So, you know, what do your boundaries look like for your weekends or, or your night times? I'm sure that there will be some space there when you actually stop and take intentional action about where you're spending your time. And a lot of us are probably spending our time doing things like watching Netflix or scrolling through social media. I have found that just in the last couple of months, I've been deleting social media apps off my phone on the weekends and it has created so much space. On the first weekend that I did that, 
I've read an entire book. Mm. I have not read an entire book in a weekend since before I have had kids. And now I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and I still managed to read an entire book on a weekend. And I came back to my work on a Monday feeling so inspired from this book. So I think that, you know, as you, you mentioned personal development, that is can be one of the most important things to do if you're wanting to take that leap. Absolutely. Because that's kind of what gives you the energy, gives you the inspiration and the excitement for your next steps. And both of us have studied neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, you did your practitioner with Juliet, yeah? Because yes. I yep. think I came in and visited one of the days that you were, were yep. there, and that was when we have met in person, mm-hmm. uh, when you were able to come to Western Australia. Yeah. <laughs> you came all the way across to Western Australia from Queensland to do, to do the uh, course, which was awesome. And um, I've also done some training with her partner, Paul, as well. And it's been absolutely game-changing being able to do that. And I know that, um, you know, you got a lot out of that as well. Tell us a little bit about what personal development you've done and, and, you know, maybe how you choose what to do as well. Yeah. I think um, for me and my journey, so I got into the, I think from from a really young age, I you know, I'm a nerd at heart, whether it be numbers or, you know, start out as numbers and then it went into personal development, but I love learning. I cannot get enough of it. And I constantly want to, you know, level myself up and to, you know, expand in my horizons. So, um, yeah, I, I, from a professional space, when I was in business, I remember I was probably about year three, in the business and I had just gotten to a place where I was just completely burnt out um you know wasn't being a leader I was being a micromanager I was dreading going into my own business every single day crazy hours um you know it was biting off people's heads left right and center and yeah I just was in a really dark place and I confided in Um, you know, an advisor around me and he put me in touch with uh, a life coach. And, you know, from that day, it was like, ah, you know, A, I was so scared before reaching out and having that conversation that no one else understood what I went through. Mm -hmm. You know, I would be shamed for being vulnerable, for thinking these thoughts for you know taking advantage for lack of a better word of the amazing place that I had put myself in you know I felt shame around saying I you know I'm, I'm struggling with this um so yeah when as soon as I got onto that life coach I was like you know any I was essentially living um at cause sorry living at effect not a cause and you know just completely changed the way my mind worked operated processed events how I was showing up um to just live in a completely different paradigm and and where I'm living at the moment um you know a lot of my daily interactions I was seeking to blame other people for anything that was happening happening and as soon as I started doing the work on myself and, and in that personal development space and starting to see the world in a different light and that everything actually comes back to me and starting taking ownership for my actions and my reactions, you know, that's when it shifted. That's when my life really took a pivot 
to where it's at now and started my um, you know, passion essentially for what I'm doing now in seeing, you know, from where I was to where I am now is just worlds apart. Um, so, you know, if, if someone is thinking that they want to get into personal development and just not sure where to start, I would just, I started looking at YouTube videos, typing in mm, inspirational, yes. you know, quotes, Tony Robbins, you know. Yeah, um, Tony Robbins is generally a good spot to start for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty epic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you will you will be attracted to certain people or certain ideas and then this is probably the best place where you can just allow yourself to go down that rabbit hole yeah. you know spend hours and hours on youtube and just watch all of the content that comes up what resonates with you write those key things down do a bit more research um you know and then obviously you know connecting with someone to do some one-on-one -on -one coaching or even in group coaching is so unbelievably valuable that you I cannot put into words it changed my life completely um and um I, I would actually encourage someone who's starting out to start out in a group setting because I remember the first group that I was a part of um I'm still friends with them to this day and it was uh two or three years ago now but the level of support and encouragement and guidance and so many moments during that three-month course I was like oh, I'm not alone yeah and I there think are other that's one of the most important things in that growth journey is feeling like you're not alone because yeah. I know what often can happen is you start to grow in this direction and the people you spend your most of your time with go are over in this direction or they're staying in the same place and all of a sudden you feel disconnected from the people you've been connected with. So I think it is important to connect with people. And yeah. hopefully, you know, at this point, we can start getting to more face-to-face -face personal development um, events as well, which I think is, is really powerful, is getting to go out and meet people. And, and just the energy in the room of that kind of thing, you know, is, is so powerful. Um, obviously, there's a lot online, which gives a lot of flexibility for things, mm. which is great. Um, but it's especially great for me because I live 450Ks from the city. So yes. I can go to things. Yeah. But I also know how valuable it is to be in the room um, with other people. And if you're a manifesting generator, you're probably the same. You like to be in the room with people yeah. and feed off everyone's Connections. Yeah. Push your energy <laughs> out as well. And um, yeah, I think that when you look at personal development, it, once you start putting it out there that it's something that you're interested in, all of a sudden you'll see it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what you seek for, you find. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you start talking about it in front of people and your phone will pick it up and start sharing yes. <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> that are based on that anyway. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to that. Uh, so I just want to finish up by giving you an opportunity to, to share with everyone a little bit about how they can reach out to you, how they can, you know, follow you to see what you're up to, anything that you're, you've got coming up. This episode is going to be coming out like a week from today. So just so you're aware, yeah. um, like mid-December, oh, crazy time, a time when people might be thinking, you know what, I am so ready to ditch my job, to ditch whatever it is that I'm doing and step into something else. And so maybe they're listening to you and going, I need to talk to this woman. Yeah, yeah. 
what is so, it that they can do? Yeah, so um, on the social channels, I'm on Instagram uh, at Alex underscore unscripted underscore. And then Facebook is my name. So Alex Nicolaitis, uh, N-I-C-O-L-A-I-D-I-S, no H. And I'll make sure there is a link in the show notes for that so that <laughs> cool, people good. can just click on it. Yes. Um, and then LinkedIn is Alex Nicolaitis as well. Um, in terms of what I've got coming up, I have a super juicy course starting on the 2nd of January. Um, and it's all about uh, working out your plan. So it's all about working out what your purpose is. So, and then leveling up. What is your authenticity look like? And then what is the next, the next step or the new beginning for you? So it's perfect for the beginning of the year to be like, what is your actual purpose in this world? If it's getting out of your job, great, let's look at that. If it's stepping up in your business, great, let's look at that. If it's exiting from your business, awesome, let's focus on that. And then leveling up, you know, the version that you are today, you know, let's level up that person. Let's do some development work. Let's do the deep dives. Let's unpack the shit that you've got in your backpack that actually no longer serves you. You know, let's build up your boundaries, really doing a deep dive in you know, the person that you are and the person that you need to be, what does that gap look like? And essentially working towards that. Um, then your level of authenticity. So how, again, you know, feeding off that leveling up piece, how are you showing up? What does authenticity look like for you? Because I believe, and I, you know, I've experienced, if you don't have that authenticity piece, people won't connect with you. Mm, yeah. You know, there's going to be always that barrier. Um, so really connecting with that, taking ownership of that. And it's, you know, that self-worth, self-love piece in that as well. Um, and then, you know, new beginnings or next step. Like if it's a new beginning, let's, you know, get you into a new job or get you into that new biz business. Or, you know, if it's in business, what does that level up look like? Mm -hmm. What does that exit plan look like? You know, if it's having a conversation and changing your business model, what does that look like? you know, actual practical steps to be like whatever your journey looks like with, you know, in the program up until that stage, let's take now intentional action to create that reality for you. Awesome. So, yeah, and that starting off 2020. Like perfect time of year. How long does that program go for? Uh, 12 weeks. Awesome. Yeah, what yeah. an amazing way to start the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll put some details for that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we finish up? Um, I think just a general note to say, you know, if you are sitting there thinking, oh, I'm just not ready yet. Oh, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Just jump in. Like the future is there for people who take that first step. Yeah. You know, you need to do and take action before you let your mind talk you out of it. So take that first step. And tell your mind to fuck off. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, I love that. It, it needs action. Can you just before. say that louder for one, one for those in the back. Yeah. Take the goddamn step first. <laughs> no, it's the bit where you said, tell your mind to fuck off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dear mind, fuck off. I'm taking action. Boom. Yes. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Signed. <laughs> Sincere regards. Yeah. Awesome. I love finishing on that. And I've been sitting here going, 
I wonder which snippet I'm going to use for, you know, the little Instagram snippet to share the little 15 seconds of this yeah. podcast. And I feel like it's going to be that bit right there. <laughs> Leaving the gold to the end. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We've got to stay for the whole thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alex, for joining us today. And I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes so that people can go and follow to see what you're up to. And I really look, look forward to seeing more about that in 2022 as well. Excellent. Thank you for having me. Thank you.